This is Dr. Robert Frankel. I'm an emergency medicine and anti-aging physician, and welcome to the Modern Man Podcast. In this podcast, we talk about important topics for men, which include male aesthetics, health, and wellness. But most importantly, we try to remove the stigma of male aesthetics because I think that it's important to understand what men can do for aesthetics and how important it is to for their social and psychological well-being and ultimately just to feel and look good. So take the journey with me. It's going to be okay. It's going to be fun. So enjoy it. I think the next episode will be really interesting and informative. So take a listen. Hope you enjoy it. Again, this is Dr. Rob Frankel. Enjoy the episode. Thank you. Since today is Father's Day weekend, and it's going to be a uh, fun and frolicky weekend, I figured we'd have a little bit of fun with today. this week's topic. It's going to be a little bit off the beaten track, and we're going to talk a little bit about some things that you might not know that Botox can do that are actually very useful that you never really thought about or probably never actually knew. So let's talk about it. And um, it's pretty interesting. Botox has a lot of uses. And when we go into some of these things, it's not even going to be, it doesn't even kind of breach the amount of things that Botox can do. It it really actually gets into pretty, some, some serious, serious, you know, medical conditions that Botox actually um, works with. Um, but we're going to be talking about some of the fun things um, that we do, actually. Um, and um, it should be cool. It should be fun. So the first thing, and of course, um, talking about the title, is um, sweaty armpits, sweaty palms, sweaty feet. All these things are problems that some people have. Um, if you are the type of person that wakes up in the morning or goes, you know, through half the day and you just have had a normal day at the office or at school or just doing your normal stuff and you actually look at your underarm and you look like you just played a half, you know, court basketball game, Botox might be actually the thing for you. Some people have a condition which call, is called hyperhidrosis. Hyperhidrosis basically means excessive sweating, and you could have it in multiple different areas. Um, you could have it in the armpit area. You could have it in the feet, which you know essentially causes athlete's foot. Um, you could have it in the palms. You could have it in the face. So, but specifically, you know, you notice it most um, in the armpits because of the fact that when you're wearing clothes, that is a common a common place that people will see the results of your your excessive sweat sweat glands occurring. So, how does Botox work? Essentially, what it does is it blocks the neurotransmitter, which is kind of the nerve agent that goes from the nerve to the sweat gland to cause the sweat to be produced. 
And so by injecting Botox for a period of sometimes uh, at least three, sometimes even up to six months, you'll have a reduction of sweat from 82 to 87%, which is, a, for a lot of people, a significant amount of time. Um, people have done this for definitely for their armpit, um, for sure. I've had people who come in and they say that their sneakers or the shoes have a pugnant odor and um, they want to help to improve this. And you could do it for the soles of your feet um, and as well as you can do it for the palm of your hands. So if you're having, you know, a big... Um, conferences or interviews or you just have you know this issue where you know your palms get very sweaty you know Botox actually works really well for this and it does have another um, another kind of application in this vein which I'm going to talk a little bit about more um, in, in another segment that it actually helps as well so if you do have, um, you know, I guess sweaty armpits, sweaty hands, sweaty feet, Botox might be the, Botox might be the um, way to go. Um, interesting thing about the soles of the feet, I mean, this is kind of like an aside, because I always thought this is kind of interesting. A lot of the um, A-list actor, actresses, um, who you know wear heels all the time they actually inject botox in the soles of their feet and the reason why they do this is because of the fact that when you wear heels all the time it it causes you know a lot of discomfort or pain because of the fact that you know that muscle in the sole of their feet you know is constantly in a in that arched and kind of a tensed spot so they will inject botox in that sole of their foot um, to help kind of relax that muscle. And so it actually helps them wear heels, you know, more often. Um, just an aside to another kind of interesting use for Botox, um, wearing heels, um, that a lot of people actually do. So that's, so that's one interesting thing. What else, what else can Botox do that you might not know? I mean, we already know, like I said, that works on mostly that we talk about all the time, the lines of expression on the face and those, you know, lines in the forehead and around the eyes and around your, um, around your mouth. Um, but where else, where else can we actually do something about it that it can actually have some really interesting, um, you know, positive effects? Well, your jaw is another thing that I see a lot of people who have um, jaw issues and meaning if they have uh, TMJ or they grind their teeth at night, they just have kind of issues where they're having pain or discomfort um, around their mouth um, when they open or close their mouth. Botox actually works really well for this. Um, I've had patients who have had issues where 
they've had to wear night guards and um, they've had to take muscle relaxers, you know, to help their jaw and injecting Botox into the area around the jaw, you know, actually really helps a lot um, because of the fact that, again, you know, what Botox is going to do is it's going to help kind of relax the muscles. So if you get a, a specific muscle group that it can affect, that you can relax, it can certainly, certainly do this. And, you know, for the jaw specifically, you know, it's the lower portion of the face. You know, you inject kind of like right at that area where the joint is, where you open your mouth from the area of the TMJ um, to the mandible, which is kind of like where the you know mouth opens, and you actually have um, some really good relief. Again, you have to inject a good amount of Botox into this muscle because of the fact that it's a big muscle. So when we talk about you know injecting Botox into aesthetically into the face. Um, we're talking about injecting somewhere between 40, it could be 30 to 60 units for an aesthetic appearance for the forehead, the crow's feet, you know, all the aesthetic appearance. That's how many units, you know, is a typical average Botox appointment. For the a patient who's getting um, a TMJ visit, they're going to be getting probably somewhere between 80 units on each side, so almost 160 units to help that muscle just kind of relax because of the fact that the muscle is much bigger. You're going to need to have more Botox that's going to be affected and it's going to you're going to need that much to be able to actually get you know help or resolution of the problem but it does help i mean you've had i've seen people who have had issues with um like i said not having to wear their night guards not having to put wear muscle relaxers you know take muscle relaxers and they've done really well because of the fact that a lot of times what TMJ is caused by is either, um, you know, either stress or kind of malalignment um, of the joint itself, and it causes spasm in the muscle. And so if that muscle is relaxed, you're going to get some, you know, nice resolution of that pain and, and uh, discomfort that people are having. And it really does actually help to slim the face as well, which is kind of an interesting thing. It's an interesting side effect as well. And the reason why that happens is because, you know, when you have spasm of the, um, any muscle, a lot of times it makes the muscle look bulky. So when you have spasm of the muscle that kind of sits on the lower portion of the face around the jawline, it's going to make it look like it's kind of heavy. And so as soon as you put and in, you know inject Botox, what it does is it kind of relaxes that muscle. It almost kind of thins the muscle out, kind of thins the face out kind of immediately. We used to do, um, and I, 
I think that filler works better, which I mean, I think, you know, in my previous podcasts that, you know, I think that contouring kind of the lower, lower face is the best bet to kind of, you know, thin and kind of define the, the face best. But you could do, you could do Botox, you know, to inject, um, the jawline itself and the reason why that works is because of the fact that again what you're doing is you're relaxing the muscle you you're making the muscle kind of um, thinner because of the fact that it's not having the spasm it's not having the bulkiness they used to call this the necrotiti lift the problem with doing using botox to kind of thin the jawline is twofold the first is of course botox only lasts three to four months and the second thing is the amount of botox you're using to um to do this is a decent amount of a decent amount so you're spending a decent amount of money um and it's only lasting three to four months where you could spend probably a comparable amount of money maybe a little bit more to do filler but you're going to have that filler lasts, you know, a much longer time with a probably a much better result, you know, a much more, um, you know, a much more kind of definitive result than the result you're going to get with the Botox. So that's really kind of, you know, the difference. But I mean, back in the day when we didn't have, you know, the, the cool fillers that we do today, um, it was it was kind of one of the one of our tools in our tool shed that we would use Botox to kind of thin the thin the face, not really use that much more any you know anymore, and just like you know just like you just like helping the jaw, I mean you could do this for neck spasms and there's a lot of people who do this as well. You could inject the neck um, for spasms. Uh, because again, I mean, Botox, what it does is it relaxes muscle. Um, this is something that, um, you know, you're going to, again, for the neck specifically, you're going to have to use a lot more Botox um, to get this effect um, because the neck compared to the TMJ is a much bigger muscle. So to really kind of affect change in the neck muscle, you're going to have to use probably you know in a, in a magnitude of three four times fold um and this is this is certainly something that um you know it's it's a you know a, a benefit you know um cost benefit kind of ratio but it does it does help and um it's it's something that uh you know it's something that's interesting as well now migraines were the original were the original kind of use for botox a lot of people don't know that <coughs> excuse me botox was originally kind of branded as the migraine cure because many of the triggers that both uh, many of the triggers that migraines have occur from muscles that start you know are originating in the face and so by relaxing some of these muscles and some of the some of the you know aesthetic muscles you know specifically the glabella which you know we affectionately call the 11s are 
one of the triggers for migraines. So getting an aesthetic, a positive aesthetic effect also for many of my patients say that their migraines are greatly improved as well, and which is a great bonus um, because of the fact that um, that's where their migraine trigger is. Migraine triggers are not always migraine triggers are not always in the muscles, and they're not always caused by this uh, issue. However, there's often are, and there's also other there's also other muscles. Some of the muscles actually are in the you know back of the back of the head, um, which obviously don't have any aesthetic effect. Um, but that being said, the original the original effect of Botox was for migraines and somebody um, noticed that, hey, like my face looks like smooth every time I get my migraine treatment. And lo and behold, that was the genesis of how Botox became the great aesthetic giant that it did that Someone noticed that they looked better um, after they got their migraine treatment. And, you know, just like everything else, um, once that was the reality that the people noticed that they looked better, you know, no one cared about their headache anymore. They were just happy that they aesthetically looked better. And then Botox became the aesthetic king, and then the migraines took second fiddle, they went into the back seat. But migraines were, and still are, treated with Botox often. Um, and aesthetically, if you do have migraines, um, often, like I said, a lot of, you know, a lot of our patients do get improved with, um, with um, Botox. And we don't do the we don't do the you know migraine pattern. Uh, there is a migraine pattern for Botox. We don't do it because we only deal with aesthetics. But often they're very similar in their pathway. Um, there's there's a few separate spots that you, you have to go to do the kind of migraine path the migraine pattern in Botox. But they're pretty close. So a lot of times, if you hit the right spot, you know you're you not only will look good, but you'll be headache free for three to four months, which is even better. So um, another interesting thing that Botox does, and this is kind of like works around the mouth. So if you have really kind of thin lips, there's a muscle around or muscle around the lip. And this muscle kind of sometimes as as people, sometimes it's genetic, sometimes as people get older, kind of curls the lip kind of inward. And when you relax, and it, it's, you know, when you relax this muscle, you actually can curl the lip upward. And it just it just gives the lip just a little bit of the show, the red show of that you're not seeing normally because of the fact that the the lip is curled inward and then by injecting this muscle it's going to create the outward and uh, above 
um, lip, you know, show. So this is a really interesting effect. We we affectionately call this treatment the lip flip. Um, it's a really it's a really interesting treatment. It really causes and produces kind of just a little bit of subtle change in the shape of the lip and it gives you just a little bit of show of the lip it's very subtle and it's you know it's not like you're putting lip filler or you're going to you know look like you just had some you know crazy treatment it just gives you a little show and it, and it's it's very subtle but for people who have really thin you know like really thin lips it's a really nice treatment and it does affect the you know it does affect the lips as well another thing around the mouth if you ever looked at somebody if you have this yourself like when you some people smile you could see more of their gums than their teeth and this we call a gummy smile so <clears throat> for some people you know they're happy with it it's fine everybody has a different but some people you know absolutely hate this so a gummy smile can is actually caused by there's a muscle that right above the lip that actually kind of gets too tight and causes the lip to kind of push upward a little bit so every time you smile that that lip is going to be pushed upward. So instead of just seeing like the top of your teeth, you're seeing a lot of the gum, sometimes all of the gum. So by injecting that muscle, and it, the muscle kind of like starts kind of right around the nose, you actually can improve that smile where you're not seeing the gums anymore. So when a patient has starts with a gummy smile, and then you inject kind of right on that area, that smile becomes, you just see like the very tip of their, you know, like the top of their teeth, like you would, you know, like you would expect. Um, it's very subtle, again, very subtle. And for some people, you know, they, they're happy with their smile. And I, you know, that I think that it's fine either way. Um, but for some people, they absolutely hate that, and um, it is, you know, it is improved with a little Botox. Another, you know, just one of those things that you may never have known that Botox fixes, or may not have known that these things even exist. Um, gummy smiles. Who even thinks about gummy smiles? But yes, they do exist. Uh, there is a reason why they occur, and there's a reason, there's a way to fix them. Another thing that Botox can do, and it's going, it's, you know, it's at a, at a, you know, a, a, um, you know, certain level is that it can decrease the amount of oil in your skin, thus, you know, decrease, help to decrease, you know, acne production. Now, how does this happen? Very similar to how it stops uh, producing um, how it stops producing um, sweat glands. What it does is it, it's going to um, 
stop the neurotransmitter that affects the oil glands from producing too much oil on your skin. And when that happens, the oil that is normally kind of overproduced on the skin will not be, or will be produced to a lesser degree. This again, last three to six months, it's a hard, you know, it's definitely is a hard thing to kind of work with because of the fact that it's only going to last a certain period of time, but it definitely does kind of reduce the oil, oiliness of the skin, um, and it reduces the pore size as well, um, because when you inject kind of Botox right at the very kind of um, superficial interdermal layer, that it affects the hair hair follicles so it closes the pores which is a good thing to kind of help to prevent acne um, but it also helps for people who have large pores that want to get rid of them as well um, because of the fact that what it's doing is it's stopping those hair follicle muscles from contracting so you have instead of those kind of large pores those large oily pores you have small dry pores and so that's a better environment to prevent you know acne production so it's another kind of thing that you might not have known about that botox does and it's you know it's pretty interesting um so you know these are some of the um these are some of the interesting things that um, you might not have known. I mean, there's, like I said, tons of things that Botox is used for. Um, stroke patients, um, cerebral palsy patients, really serious conditions, which I think is amazing um, that it really does, it really does some pretty incredible things. And it really helps, it helps a lot of people in a lot of ways. Um, people with um, urinary incontinence. So, I mean, these are some of the fun things. We didn't want to get into more serious things. Obviously, we wanted to always talk about fun things, especially on Father's Day week. We wanted to have a, an enjoyable conversation about some of the cool things that, you know, you might not know that maybe something would be useful for you um, because of the fact that you know, all these things that Botox can do are out there. They're they're out there. They you can do it. It's enjoyable. Um, but anyway, I figured that it would be a fun kind of aside that we would kind of go off track a little bit t this week and talk about talk about that next next few weeks. We're going to have some special. Um, special shows so i hope you uh get ready for that i appreciate your listenership um please like and share the show um send me any comments um any questions um we appreciate all the time you take to listen the show is growing i think it's i think it's amazing i you know, we love doing the show and, um, it's, um, it's a lot of fun. So, um, 
again. We will see you soon. Have a happy Father's Day. If you have any questions or comments, please, if you have any things that you wanted to learn about more in the aesthetic world, comment below and we'll work on a topic for you. I appreciate your listenership and have a great day.